Hey, this is Pastor Holly of Open Door Sanctuary, and welcome to our podcast. We are so glad that you are here, and wherever you're listening from, we believe that God will transform your life through today's message. Be sure to subscribe so that you can get these messages every week, and I pray that you are blessed today. Amen, amen, amen. Good morning, beloved. Today, my brothers and my sisters, we are finding ourselves living through what many would characterize as one of the most historical, as one of the most pivotal points in not only our lives, but also in the lives of our people, in the life of our country. Supreme Court precedents being overturned, being reversed, the continued erosion of our voting rights, instigated by legislatures or by people in legislatures vying for more and more power. Vying for more and more control. Almost by any means necessary. There's a large swath of people across the country whom seem to have bought into some conspiracy, have bought into this conspiracy theory or these conspiracy theories. Let me make it plain this morning. There seems to be a large swath of people whom have, have, have bought into the lies, have bought into the propaganda skyrocketing mental health decline like we've never seen before. States refusing to abide by decisions of the United States Supreme Court all because they, the states, do not agree with the determination of the court which would ultimately limit their power. Corruption in the highest courts of the land. Decisions that affect the entire country being bought, being purchased, being negotiated, being bribed. As As I've pondered these events over the last few weeks, I could not help but recall the story of the Israelites escaping from Pharaoh in Egypt, escaping from bondage, escaping from slavery. Brothers and sisters, if you will, journey with me this morning 
Journey with me this morning to the book of Exodus, to one of my favorite stories, as you all have probably figured out by now. This is not the first time we've been in this particular passage. Journey with me to the 14th chapter of Exodus. And this morning we're going to revisit a familiar text. Verses 15 through 31. And you'll see why. Amen. Let us rise. That's the 14th chapter of Exodus, beginning with verse 15. As recorded in the New King James Version of our Life's Owner's Manual, of our basic instruction before leaving earth, reads as follows. And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. But lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it, Moses. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I indeed will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. So I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, his chariots and his horsemen. Then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. When I have gained honor for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. And the angel of God, who went before the camp of Israel, moved and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud went from before them and stood behind them. So it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. Thus it was a cloud and darkness to the one, and it gave light by night to the other, so that the one did not come near the other all that night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea into dry land, and the waters were divided. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left hand, and guess what? The Egyptians pursued and went in after them into the midst of the sea. All Pharaoh's horses, all his chariots, and all his horsemen. Now it came to pass in the morning watch that the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud. And, and, he troubled the army of the Egyptians and he took off their chariot wheels so that they drove them with difficulty. And the Egyptians said, catch this, let us flee from the face of Israel for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. 
Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea that the waters may come back upon the Egyptians. Stretch out your hand over the sea that the waters may come back upon the Egyptians on their chariots and on their horsemen. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and when the morning appeared, the sea returned to its full depth. While the Egyptians were fleeing into it, so the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Then the waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen, and all the army of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. They came into the sea after the children of Israel, after the Israelites. Not so much as one of them remained. But the children of Israel had walked on dry land in the midst of the sea. And the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. So the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. We're going to stop right there. So the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. You may be seated. Gracious Lord and Heavenly Father God, as once again we come before your throne of grace this morning, asking you to clear all of our hearts, asking you to clear all of our minds, asking you to clear all of our souls, that we would not only receive your word, not only receive a message from you, but that we might feast on it in our hearts, deep in our hearts, day by day. Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. May my soul look up with steadfast hope And my will be lost in thine. Amen. Amen. And amen. Beloveds, while we are journeying through this text, take a moment to meditate with me upon the thought he can do it again. He can do it again. Let's look at the Israelites this morning. If we recall the record, if we recall the record correctly, the Israelites had sold themselves into slavery once the famine had ravished their homelands. 
How many of us this morning find that, that we have sold ourselves into bondage for whatever the reason, and now we find no way out? Their only, the Israelites, their only way out was through the hands of Joseph, who, although a prisoner himself, had found favor with the powers that be. The Israelites, the Israelites, the Israelites found themselves in slavery, in bondage, in subjection for four hundred years. Now, today, we find that there are some theologians that uh, are disputing the number of years that the Israelites were in bondage. But that's really not important. That's a distraction. That's a, a discussion to distract us. The Israelites find themselves enslaved for 400 years. Years of hard labor. Years of not making any money. Years of, of wondering what they're going to eat. Years of wondering what they're going to wear. Years of being whipped. Years of being killed. Years of being subjugated. Years of not being educated. That sounds like just the same number of years that our people were enslaved. 400 years. 400 years of free labor. 400 years of our women being raped. 400 years of lynchings. 400 years of having our families separated. 400 years of whippings. 400 years of not being recognized as another human being. 400 years of being discriminated against. 400 years of not being allowed to read and write. 400 years of not being allowed to be educated. 400 years of oppression just like the Israelites recently my brothers and my sisters some historical revisionist I'm going to be kind especially behind the sacred desk some historical revisionists have been trying to change the history, have been trying to change our history on paper, talking about we benefited from slavery because we learned skills that made us successful. What kind of nonsense is that? I read an article that said, Slavery in this country was from 1776 to 1865. And we all know, or we should know, that that is absolutely incorrect. Some might even be inclined to argue today that we are still in bondage, that we are still enslaved. And even though I digress, it is relevant to our message this morning. Amen. The Israelites 
while enslaved had it rough. And if I may take some creative license, uh, I can imagine that the Israelites were not being able, they were not able to make ends meet. I can imagine that the Israelites were having addiction problems. I can imagine that the Israelites were having mental health problems. I can imagine there might have been a high crime rate. I can imagine that the government, that Pharaoh was rolling back the rights that they once had. Remember, they weren't always enslaved, so they had some rights at one point. I can imagine the, the different factions within the Israelite community. I can imagine the Israelite community being riddled with all the same deficiencies, with all of the same challenges, with all of the same social perils, perils that our very community faces today. Yet, God. Yet, God. Our text this morning reveals to us that, 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 that God heard their prayers. Our text this morning reveals that, that even when it looks like there was no way for the Israelites, when it looked like their backs were just up against the wall, then God stepped in and made a way out of no way. Yes, God! You see... The Israelites were right at the edge, in our text this morning, the Israelites were right at the edge of freedom. At this point, you see, at this point in our story, the Israel of the Israelites, they had not made it to the wilderness yet. The Pharaoh had agreed to let the people go, and almost as soon as he had agreed, he realized what a, what a huge mistake he had made, and he and, and his army chases after the Israelites, and the Israelites find themselves in a state of panic. They find themselves in a state of anxiety. They find themselves in a state of fear. They find themselves in a state of doubt. They find themselves wondering, what are they going to do now? Now that Israel, that Pharaoh and his army and his chariots and his horsemen were, were chasing behind them, not only were they chasing behind them, but they were almost caught up. Now the Israelites are wondering, what are they going to do? They find themselves in need of a miracle. Anybody ever been there? Anybody ever found themselves in need of a miracle because they, 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 they were in a state of fear, they were in a state of anxiety, they were in a state of stress, they were in a state of disbelief, they were just in a state. They were in a state in their relationships. They were in a state in their health. 
They were in a state in their home. They were in a state in their church. They could not, there's someone here who cannot figure out how you're going to make it. And you feel like you need a miracle because there's no other way. You feel like your back's up against the wall. Follow our story this morning. In our text, we find ourselves looking in on the Israelites right as they were on the edge of the precipice, right at the door of freedom. Yet, the Egyptian pharaoh and his army are right on their heels, and they are panicked. Yet God, listen to this, it says it in our text, yet God hears the cries of his people and says, starting at verse 15, why, Moses, are you crying to me? Tell the people to go forward. I don't think somebody caught that. God said to Moses, why are you crying to me? Tell the people to move. Move forward. Move. He further instructs Moses, lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. What is God telling you this morning? What has God already told you? Yet we find, yet you find yourself still crying to God, and God is wondering, why are you crying to me when I've already told you to go forward? I've got your back. I've got it made. I've got it covered. I'm going to send my power that performs miracles. Why are you crying to me? Move forward. Because he can do it again. Move forward. Moving on. So then Moses, in verse 21, stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back and made the sea into dry land. Verse 22, and says, and the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground. Verse 30 says, so the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hands, out of the hand of the Egyptians. Beloved, I'm almost done and my time is almost up. We have to learn, my brothers and my sisters, We have to learn how to listen to God. We have to learn not only how to listen to God, but to do what God tells us when he tells us to do it. We get so caught up in the, I can't do that. How am I going to do that? What are people going to say if I do that? I'm too old to do that. I'm not educated enough to do that. I don't make enough money to do that. I'm going to be broke if I do that. 
God says, move forward. Why are you crying to me? He did it before. He'll do it again. How many of you believe that? He did it before. He'll do it again. But you got to believe he's going to do it. Stop worrying like the Israelites. Stop worrying about how God is going to do it. That's none of your business. Stop worrying about how God is going to do it. Just do what you know he told you to do. Move forward. He told Moses, tell the children of Israel, go forward. He wants someone here this morning to go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Forward. Don't worry about Pharaoh. Don't worry about that army that's chasing you. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. God through Jesus will do it again. God through Jesus will divide the troubled waters of your life that, that you might make it to the other side on dry land, unharmed, unscathed, and yet alive. God said, go forward, go forward, go forward. God said, I did it before, I'll do it again. I did it before, I'll do it again. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. He did it before, he'll do it again. Thank you for joining us today, and I pray that you've enjoyed this podcast. A special thanks goes out to those of you who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. Also, thank you to those of you who are a part of Open Door Sanctuary, whether you support us financially, serve with us, or you just share these messages. It's because of all of you that we are able to reach people around the world. If you've enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends and family. Again, we thank you for listening. Now go out and live victoriously.